Welcome to another episode, Parts Now Known, Season 5, Episode 1, Korea. It's not titled South Korea, which is kind of odd. It's not like they go to North Korea, but pretty much in Seoul. Weird episode because it's reverse. It's basically they Tarantino'd it or Christopher Nolan mementoed it, whichever. If you've seen either of any of those movies, then maybe you'd get that. If not, then check those out. But starts kind of at the end and then works the way forward. A lot of drinking. I want to go to Seoul, but I, I do mean, too. I don't That's... think you're allowed to go there right now because of coronavirus, right? I don't I know where so. we're allowed to go anymore. I just assume we can't go anywhere, to be honest. And then if if I find out we can go there, I go, oh, that's cool. I mean, I still can't go, but that's cool that I could. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can go. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I'll get like a Google alert probably later this afternoon, so I'll be able to tell you um, if you can go to Korea or not since phone's always listening. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, you know their CDC was pretty much on top of all of it from the beginning so i don't but i don't know there's a lot of different countries and places that are having like second and third kind of waves or whatever but with this episode i mean it's i mean it's tough to kind of figure out like where to start like it's a really big drinking culture um you know can't pour your own drink you always have to pour like for your guests or whatever so somebody else has to kind of pour your drink but then it's just yeah, you'd be pouring my drink a lot as I'm older. That's true. Younger does pour for the older. Never drink alone, which I would still drink. Like what you, I don't understand that one. I can't just drink by myself at a bar. Is that weird over there? I guess. I think so. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, think yeah. I mean, that. they said that, but like they didn't show it, so I don't know. Um, but I mean, probably the the big question is how much K-pop are you currently listening to these days? Um, it's gone down from zero to negative one. So I'm not listening to any K-pop, but I did identify with kind of the first scene where it's just Tony at that weird little stand, just hung over. Oh, that and is. I could just feel it. Cause like, I feel like I've had a night with a ton of beer and soju or sake or something. And it's just, what is yeah, or any beer? Soju. I actually, so I've got that ready for you. Okay. Ben good. did some research. He's a bit of a Koreanophile. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? I just, just Francophiles. There's got to be people that are just really into Korean stuff. I don't think that's what you would call it at all. Okay. Um, but soju is like sake, but it's just made from other things. Not usually like sake is rice. Yeah. That's what you get. I think you can make soju from like polished and all that stuff. Right. From like sweet potatoes and other things. I looked it up. That oh, ends my knowledge. Okay. If you really want to do a deep dive right now, I would suggest that. But so, okay. So they're basically making like, vodka slash beer with potatoes and yeah it's usually sweeter whereas sake tends to be drier okay um it just seems like it'd be pretty rough to drink like if you're drink, if you're out i mean i get it you're in the country so you want to have like the native beverages but i gotta imagine if you're not drinking that at all before and you just jump straight into just pounding some soju. Like, that's going to be a pretty rough following morning. Well, here's the other thing. So, you know, sake is like 15 to 17%, more like wine. Yeah, it dep- you can boost that if you manipulate some stuff, too. Soju, 15 to 46% okay, yeah, alcohol. So, so that's really... To, like, that's, now you see why he was looking so rough, you know? Yeah, what, 46% is in the... 
That's like vodka. Vodka's forty. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. So even like a like a nicer bourbon, you know, sometimes those they're like double oaked and all that. They'll get up to like forty five to fifty percent. Okay. Um, but so yeah, that's that's serious stuff, man. Yeah, that seems pretty. And they were drinking a lot of it, so maybe that was some of the lower, lower alcohol, more fun. I don't know. That's the other thing is like the beer seemed light, and you the glasses are smaller, but those dudes were getting hammered. For my little experience traveling in Asia, and just that side of the world, most of the beer is like they don't do heavy, like porters, stouts, white people with beards beer. Yeah, yeah, like it's a lot of what can I drink all day kind of stuff like Bud, Bud Light-esque yeah. kind, of, kind of beer. Like even in Singapore, like their big beer is like Tiger. I think it's like Tiger Beer, Tiger Brewing. But it's basically like their version of like Bud Light. Like extra foamy and like, yeah. No, it's like Tiger. It's like Tiger Brewing or something. Oh, yeah. I, well, I mean, they just had a big like um, brewery that I did not go to because it was too far. It's like way outside the city. It's basically on like the border of Malaysia, which isn't that far, but it's far enough where you're like, meh, I'm good. Yeah, depending on how long you're there. Yeah. And plus, once you've been to one brewery. Kind of been to a mall kind of thing. Yeah, as far as like seeing it. So unless there's beers only there you really want to try, like that's something. I'm still that guy. Like I'll go do that. But uh, yeah, I think I don't take the tours anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's the big difference between like. The bourbon stuff, too, is they all have these giant, not all, I should say, but a lot of the bigger ones have these giant kind of manicured grounds and stuff. So you can, like, walk around, and it's, like, it's pr- pretty cool from, like, that aspect, even though it's, like, yeah, this is where we make our bourbon, and it's, like, it's all the same the process. Only, the only problem thing. I see with that, and maybe someone's come up with a solution, they're not necessarily close to each other, and no. you want to go and taste all that stuff, and it's, like, this is liquor, man. Like, you can't. Like you're gonna can't really be driving in between all the places. Yeah, it's best if you have like a designated driver. I think they say where do you find one of those? That's actually cool to hang out with. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm married to one. Oh, okay. She's the uh, exception though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, I mean, when we did it with a group, we only did a couple places. I mean, we did like a we got like a party bus thing or whatever, just to take us around. But I think they say for the bourbon trail, you probably need at least three days to do it all because some of them are really spread out. Okay. But then in Louisville, they have just downtown Louisville. It's like, I think it's like, it's either called the urban bourbon trail or the craft bourbon trail. I don't remember, but there's a bunch of little places like that. You can just walk to, you can just walk just down the city and just knock them all off. But like most of them aren't open on Sundays. I think closed because it's the South. Hmm. They say it's the South, man. I don't know what you want from me. Okay. I mean, I guess it is, you know. Ohio's the new South, so. <laughs> no. No, it is not. <laughs> I can't e- easily go get grits around here, so it's not the South. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of other K things, Korea. Um, how do you feel about Korean fried chicken? Because it's one of my favorite things. I don't think I've ever had authentic Korean fried chicken. Like I've had like, I mean, interpretations at restaurants. Yeah. Cause like even what is it? Uh, Karaje or Karaje. That's like Japanese fried chicken. So it's going to be a little different cause they use like thigh meat 
I don't I'm, I don't know if the Korean fried chicken is fried meat, thigh meat, or they fry different. everything. But like I know, it just looks fried lighter. wings are pretty. So we used to have a place here that's like it's a fast food place, and I miss it. It's called Bonchon, but it's closed. It's gone, yeah, right? Been gone. Yeah. Um, but it was way over on Sawmill. But that place is pretty cool. Um, I go every time I'm in Charlotte. But I, yeah, I love it. But it's like it's double fried chicken. I think they use like rice flour too, so it changes the the crunch. Probably yeah, it's super crunchy. Sense. And then they just douse it in this sauce that's basically soy, garlic, sugar, and spice. Like, how do you find like that's universally always good? Yeah, I think uh, in. I think the American interpretation is just like slather it with gochujang sauce kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Which is good, but it's I don't know how authentic. Yeah, and let's just go is. and get this out of the way. If there's anyone who's more familiar with Korean culture or is actually Korean, just give us a pass on all pronunciations because it's hard sometimes. You know what I mean? We're trying, but we're not going to nail it. And there's a lot going on here. But I also don't think going back to the Korean fried chicken, that really wasn't a thing yet in America when this this was being filmed. I think that's like something from like the last couple of years, mostly. Yeah, I can't decide you know if it's mean? that or if I just figured it out, or it's made its way out of like Korean neighborhoods into like America. Yeah, that's probably yeah. So that so that like you know whitey like me is like, hey, that is pretty cool. I like that. You know. <laughs> They made it approachable for me. Uh, so when he's out with like the salary men, which is like a kind of like a throwback to, I think it's a Tokyo episode. Yeah. They talk about that, right? I only got three of the four. I mean, there's four guys. I only got three names though. Mr. No, Mr. Hun, and Mr. Park. I don't know if those are real names or not. Mr. Park sound legit. I mean, that's very Korean. I mean, they're all Korean. I just, I don't know if it was just kind of like, fake names yeah i got that vibe too like it was more tarantino type stuff it felt like to me yeah like mr pink mr yeah. black all that stuff from uh reservoir dogs if you've ever seen that movie but fried squid m&ms i was about that was next on my list dude so i want to know no way it was dried squid right i thought it was fried either way Regardless, yeah. I mean, I'm a big salty sweet guy, and that's why I thought dried made more sense because it would be like salty, briny. Yeah. So I was like, that kind of makes it, but it's also really weird. Yeah, that's I. I would try it. I mean, I'm not big on like calamari, so I don't know. Oh, well, you know, it's weird. I don't know why. I just I've never been a big like calamari. I love person. calamari, but it's also hey, let's fry this, and you can dip it in marinara. Like I'm always gonna like that. I'm easy to please, you know? I don't know how much I would just sit there and just, like, chomp on dried calamari. That seems weird. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think I need to find, like, a restaurant that does, like, really good calamari, and then maybe I'd be more open to it, you know? It's, well, squid is one of those things where it's really easy to fuck up. Yeah, I've had squid for, like, you know, raw for, like, sushi and stuff, but yeah, I, I just can't remember a time where I was, like, I've had fried calamari and I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Just I mean, obviously, really... you've never been to Carabas. No. Italian we to... grill. Well, no, we went to Carabas in Bowling Green. I don't think we got calamari, though. Did we? There's a yeah. Carabas there? There was. Do we have to drive to Perrysburg or something? There was one in. Bo- oh, okay. Okay. 
I think so. I mean, it wasn't like actually. Oh, we did go there. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know this because until I was doing um, some research on who was it? Um, somebody down in Texas. Can't remember. But he basically like worked at one of the two like original Carabas, which apparently are in Texas. The rest are owned by Outback Steakhouse. Yes, I did know that. I did not yeah. really know that at the time. I was like, oh, okay. So if you want a legit Carabas experience, there's like two somewhere in Texas. I think they actually make their pasta there. I think so. Yeah, as far as like those kind of restaurants go, it's like semi more legit. You know, it's above an all garden. In terms of the chain yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. It's no Fazoli's though. You know what I mean? Fazoli. I know. We, I don't even know. There was a Fazoli's on like Bryce Road, but I don't know if it's still there. There's one on, there's one in Westerville to this day. To this day. I mean, if you want like $7 chicken parm with breadsticks. I think or rolls or whatever. No, they do. I think they do breadsticks. Is it? Okay. We used to have a Fazoli's in my town. It closed. Shocker. Um, yeah, I can't imagine. Like the margins can't be very great on giving away chicken parm for seven bucks. No, like I don't, I don't know how that works. How do you feel about karaoke? We talked about this on the. I think we talked about it on I'm, the Japan episode. Probably because I mean that region of the world loves karaoke. I am not a karaoke person. I know two people that really 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 love karaoke do i know them yes you've worked with both of them okay Uh, but yeah i know two people that really really love karaoke um i don't get it to each their own i like the karaoke room is fun that's that's more fun than the stage and people you don't know watching you where it's like in the room it's more I get that a little more than I get the stage one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can follow along with that, but I'm still, you know, if everybody else wants to go and sing on stage, like whatever. But Did you pick up on something? This is way pre-COVID, but they had little microphone covers. Yeah, I think that, I mean... Asia's just, they've been ahead of us on the mask yeah. and, the cover, and the cleanliness. Well, thing. I think all that started once they had, um, wasn't it SARS? Yeah. I think that really kicked off a lot of the... Yeah, which, by the way, they were unable to get a vaccine for, but somehow, in less than a year, we uh, we figured out this one. Do with that what you will. I'm just saying that's <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Like, it's still kind of scary to me. I mean, I got it. I didn't grow a third leg. Yeah. Yet. That's so. true. <laughs> no, I got the Moderna. The Moderna. Yeah, I was too late on Johnson & Johnson. They'd already pulled it. So, plus, like, if it's really extra blood clotty, like I was coming off of surgery, that would have been really bad. It's just, that's true. Add that to the mix. Like, oh, get on a plane, too. Let's really amp the (laughs) the blood clots up here. (laughs) Do you want to sit in the same spot for 15 hours for playing a video game as well? Yeah. what happens. I mean, well, that's kind of all you can do when your leg's fucked up. Yeah, but, I mean, there's people that are perfectly healthy, and it's just they play, I mean, everyone's. I feel like it's like once a year. There's just like, yeah, he's playing video games nonstop for like 15 hours and then stood up and blood clot went straight to his heart. Game over. So, yeah. Did you know mukbang? So I always thought, or mukbang, mukbang, I can't remember how exactly to pronounce it. I didn't know it was just eating on video. And maybe it's shifted, but to me it was always eating an obnoxious amount of food on video. 
So I'm sorry. Just I'm just gonna put a pin in that for the thing I learned on this episode. But I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was just eating on video. I didn't know that coming in. Coming in because every time I saw it, it would be, and usually there's that ASMR. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the sound thing. So usually it's really slurpy, and they're just eating 15 pounds of lobster. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I just have no interest in it. No, and that's weird that. Also, with the rise of, I guess, TikTok, Instagram Live, Snapchat, all that stuff, never never translated to America. Like, Americans do not want to hear you eating on a microphone. Oh, yes, they do. That's a thing. No, I know there's a subgroup, but it's not, it's not like, widely, uh, like, accepted. Like, yeah. yes, there is that, like... Do you think that if we grew kink up... Kink lane of ASMR. Is it kinky now? I think so, right? I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to do some research, <laughs> but it's not, you're not hopping on like your Instagram and like one out of every 10 videos is somebody eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending I mean, on your algorithm. Yeah. I mean, some of it depends on your algorithm, but the, it's just not widely. Nobody wa- nobody in America really wants to watch anybody else eat. Oh, I disagree here. You want to see what they're eating, like their food, but you don't want to actually see them consuming it. I feel like. No, I think you're wrong. Because there's a whole lane of like taste testing things and comparing chicken sandwiches, comparing burger places, ranking them. Maybe that's more of like a, because I get into those, there's more of like a ranking thing that people are into. But the difference would be, yeah, I don't know what the difference is. But you I don't, just, but I was about to tell you and then I was like, wait, I don't know. But even with that, you don't like, you don't read, you want to hear the feedback, like see the results and everything, but you don't really want to watch some person just eat an entire chicken sandwich. Right. Like you might have to deal with that to get the other two or three things that you want. No, you're right. But you're yeah. not. Cause like, I remember, I forget what the podcast was, but they would review, they would do like little food review things or whatever. I think it was something that like was either ESPN or the ringer. I was like, they were at one point they were like eating chips on the microphone. I was like, this is awful. Like, stop doing that. I don't, no, no one wants to hear you eat on the yeah, microphone. Yeah, eat them before and then tell us about them. Right, yeah. I'm with you on that. So, but how do you feel about, uh, have you had spam before? Yes, I've had spam wrapped in seaweed and sushi rice. It's have delicious. You, have you had spam by itself? Maybe, but not really. Okay. I've had mystery meat. I mean, I grew up eating Vienna sausages, so. Ah, spam's more of its own thing. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's mystery meaty. It's like related. Salted ham and a Yeah, can. so you're just like three steps away from cat food. <laughs> <laughs> but they were delicious. Yeah, when the economy. Plus, I liked it because like, as a little kid, like you could just open this little can and there's little hot dogs in there. You don't have to do anything to them. You just eat them, you know? You definitely do have an affinity for like. Tube meat? No. Oh, sorry. Like, I, I mean, Lunchables, Mystery Meat. Like, there's this lane that you have of, like, what is... Can I find the shittiest quality ingredients and see what tastes the best out of that? Like, I feel like that's... Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry that I had a, just a different childhood. I don't know. Like, I was allowed Let me to wait. buy Lunchables. I'm like, <laughs> you, apparently. Um, Lunchables were great. Nah, man. Yeah. it's It was like... That's why I like charcuterie. What do you think? Like, it's a very obvious through line. No, I understand the through line, but Lunchable, saying Lunchables were great. They were. As a kid, they were great. They were. They were. No. There's a third person in this room, and Is I can it? see them through the plant, and they're shaking their head that Lunchables were great. Okay? They're not, they're not great. 
I just think you have this thing where if it's like, if it isn't fancy, you can't like it. I'm no. going to say it here on the podcast. No, it's not yeah. true at all. Not I don't true know. at all. You don't like hot dogs. That's not true at all. I've never seen you eat. I've never seen Ray eat a hot dog. Show me a video of you eating a hot dog. You can't do it. Why would I vi- <laughs> <not> video <laughs> myself eating a hot dog? Yeah. No, the problem with Columbus is we really don't. It's really kind of hard to find a good hot dog place. Honestly. I like Dirty Franks. It's okay, but they boil them. Oh, so see? Well, that just reminds me of like cafeteria. Do you like the dirty water dogs in New York? Because I like those. They're boiled. Uh, I don't think. No, I never had those, so I couldn't tell you. I can tell you why. Because we went to Criff Dog and like Papaya Dog. Yeah, that's what. No, I've, I've been there too, but I'm just saying, like, Ray's going to go right past the cart, you know? You're not going to no. go to the halal guy, get that white sauce. <laughs> nope. It's got to be bougie for Ray. No, I'm just kidding. I'm giving you shit. But I do tend to like trashier things than you overall, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that. I'm just trying to make myself feel better about it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the trashiest thing. What's the trashiest thing you like? Like Cheetos? Like what is it? You got to have uh, something that you oh, get I'm down sure and dirty I do. on. I just have to think. Like what is? You're like Briar's ice cream, no. which is still like pure, you know? <laughs> um, pure. No, it is. It's made for, it has like three ingredients. That's why people like Briar's still. Keep shrinking the box though. Um, cost overruns, you know. Hmm? <laughs> cost overruns, you know. Yeah. Oh, like Taco Bell. Yeah, number six. It's the mm. way to go. The Chalupa. Do you like the cheesy gordita crunch, or is that? I'm pretty much always a Chalupa order. Like I very rarely deviate from the Chalupa situation. What do you get on your Chalupa? That seems boring. It's uh, yeah, supreme. So it's got sour cream, cheese, tomatoes, onions. Okay. Or um, lettuce. Okay. See how he's making it up as he went along. He's like, they have onions at Taco Bell, right? Cilantro. I think they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. There's they got cilantro, uh, fresh made guac, table side. If they have guac. It's not freshly made though. No, 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 no. I yeah, I do like Taco Bell sometimes. Get a little grimy on that. Do you have like a like? Would you ever eat McDonald's? McDonald's. You like nuggets? Yeah. That that's on the list. See, we're getting there. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, nuggets with sweet and sour. I didn't discover that. I used to be a big honey mustard person, and then I tried the Not sweet and sour. Honey mustard, chicken tenders. Nuggets, sweet and sour. I support that. I'll, I'll tell you, they used to do Chicken Finger Wednesday at the University of South Carolina, and they had— It seems like something that would happen at the University yeah, of South Carolina. It's, no, it was great because it was on your meal plan, and they just would pile like a bunch of curly fries, and then these like—the chicken fingers you want, where they're like, they're not fancy. It's just like— we're a food service. They're decent. And we've got a vat of that just yellow, <laughs> thick honey mustard. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it was the best day ever. And people would get excited. It was like a thing. Because who doesn't like chicken fingers? It's what true. do you order when you go to a restaurant and you don't know what to get? Chicken fingers. Chicken fingers are always a safe bet. You're like, you're not going to fuck this up. I swear to God if I still get food poisoning from this. Chili's has them. Yeah. Texas Roadhouse has them. Yeah. But that something about that, like Ken's thick honey mustard with the right chicken tender undefeated but you are right i wouldn't want that on a nugget no the, yeah it's desperation times if you don't have sweet and sour sauce then it's like do you go barbecue probably not De- oh i would definitely go barbecue next oh, i'd probably do honey mustard over barbecue next mm, that's a good i mean it's not a bad choice i don't understand the people that put ranch on their nuggets i don't either 
let's persecute them. By the way, do we get any feedback on me hating adults that go to Disney? Nothing yet. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it probably uh, takes people a while to listen, you know, work up a froth of <laughs> anger. <laughs> no, I, uh, I believe I tagged Disney in that Instagram post. Nothing bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're not making a big enough, big enough wake. We're not concerned our... about one dude in Columbus, Ohio. Well, um, I, so I can't remember. I feel like I'm skipping around here, but but that's kind of how the episode is. So it was hard. But yeah. is, was it really hard to watch him lose really badly at video games? Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, I, it, he couldn't figure out like how to move. It's like, dude, just figure all that out before you start well, playing. I don't know if you caught know. this, but like, and this is going to happen to us too. But he obviously needed his reading glasses. Cause he like looked at the screen and that like when you hand your parents a meme, and they like <laughs> put the pull the phone back. Like that's what he was doing with the, the video screen. And it's like if you don't play a video game, do you know how hard it is to just start a new video game, especially if you don't play video games? Yeah, it was kind of unfair to even put him in that situation. He should just been like, yeah, I'm gonna watch you, dude. See, the two things that I really took away from that scene though are it, left, it really left me with two questions. Uh, the first was what happens to the bowl from the delivery food when they're done with it. Because that wasn't like a plastic, like it was a hard plastic bowl. So it's not like, does that go in the trash? Is there like a little cafeteria thing? Where, where's that bowl go? It was very strange to see delivery food come in like a hard, like legitimate plastic bowl. Didn't even catch that. So that was one question. The other one was, what's it smell like in there? <laughs> you have people, Farts and armpits. Right, you have people playing video games for like 18 hours. There's yeah. like a snack bar. You have all sorts of delivery food smells coming in there. Yeah, somehow like you smell oily hair. Probably. Acne. Right? Like there's acne in the air, you know? Like what is, what's that smell like? It's not good. I guarantee Probably you it's not, not right? good. Hopefully it's like those casinos where they pump in the smells, you know? Maybe they got that going on. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they are, South Korea is innovative, Seoul, which they get to. How did you feel? Oh, I this I bet we're going to be separated on this. Maybe just before up. you go there, Twitch. Are you a Twitch? I, I don't understand people that watch other people play video games. I do. So I've I done that. I'll have it on in the background while I'm like working. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, I've done it. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't get or it. Or the listeners. Like I played video games like all the time growing up, but then I reached a point where I it started giving me like massive headaches, so I had to stop, and now yeah. I just don't care about it. But yeah, I just I can't imagine watching somebody else play a video game for like ten yeah. hours. Yeah, do you think that you're going to perpetuate your weak DNA, or have <laughs> you did that? Was that kind of a sign that maybe you shouldn't have kids? I think it was more of a sign, like, hey, do something else with your life besides playing. No, video I think games about that sometimes too. I like the amount of time that I've spent playing video games since I was a kid is probably shocking. Even you, who stopped years ago, it's probably still. Oh yeah, really I mean, because like we're. Growing up, like everybody's house was like far away, so it wasn't like you could just like walk to your friend's house or anything. Like you had to get a ride there. Mm-hmm. So it was just you didn't hang out with your friends as much outside of school. So yeah, you you play video games when you were playing sports, and it was a lot of video games, a lot of a lot of video games. What was your favorite? I don't know. I played. I mean, all the sports games I played. Um, you know, Madden. You big NHL guy. Mm, I like. I mean, I like the NHL video game, but I mean, I played all of them. It kind of just they were some of the most fun. I wasn't a hockey person growing up, but like those games were really like it just translated. I never got into the NCAA games because Ooh. 
because this was before like you'd be able to download like the because um, like this is back in the day when like your video game system wasn't even hooked up to the internet so like, yeah you couldn't download the roster and get the actual name so it was always like you know qb number four yeah so that for whatever reason i was like oh well, it's, you know, that's supposed to be coming back by the way yeah i think so we'll see um them before so it was like all the sports games and then just yeah it just kind of depended i mean twisted metal i remember playing that that was pretty fun yeah, I was a big grand. Once Grand Theft Auto, the first one came out, like the first, not the first. I one, remember playing but, that on the computer. Yeah, the first one, but the one that was actually like on PlayStation Two. I think that was maybe the third one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember playing those. Those were great. Um, so speaking of streaming, the guy that was streaming where Tony like goes in there and cooks that stew. Yeah, I wanted to try that stew, and it was all like just just like hot dogs and spam and noodles and it's just um yeah basically ramen noodles there's rice cake kimchi onions hot dogs spam canned baked beans gochujang it's basically anything that you could find from like military leftovers yeah it was like putting a there's it really is the ultimate like take some american ingredients take some korean ingredients and let's make this stew that was kind of weird that he even did that part of the episode just cause like that felt like such a total travel channel, like producer, like this is the one segment of the episode that you have to do that we're signing you up for, even though you don't want to do a thing. Also, how awkward is it to like do something like that and then talk through an interpreter the whole time? It's gotta be a little awkward. <laughs> he spilled the soy sauce. And he's like, uh, yeah, sorry, man. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Also, why didn't you have more? Yeah. That was really weird. He's like, oh, now we only have this little bit. And it's like, well, go get more of it. But I don't know how much of that was him like trying to play it up for the camera or whatever. Uh, yeah, like 50,000 people like view that show at the time. I mean, I'm sure it's more now. But he, that guy could also be dead. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, it's possible. No, I mean, it is. I just wouldn't if have you're gone eating, there. Yeah. If you're eating just military leftovers every day, like... Cause isn't there a guy on YouTube that you watch that eats MREs? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he always makes a big deal out of like, can we order MREs from like Amazon? Do you want to? I've been really close. I actually know. Yeah, we could test that out. It's like a hundred bucks for like twelve of them. I don't. Want, I just. Why do we need twelve? Can we just get like one? No, <laughs> two. We'll, we'll they'll save and we'll eat them over time. For, yeah. We're for our. Pre- I just want to try one. No, we will. I'm going to order them. But I just don't want 12. No, but MREs. I'm going to get them. No, because there's different ones I want to try. You know. What's what what's different? Like is one chicken and one beef? Oh, no, they have like they have like one that's like a chicken burrito bowl. They come with tortillas. Like they're legit now. Like we should definitely If that's a lane you want to go down, we will try <laughs> some Emory's. Cuz I've been curious cuz I found that Whoa. empty? Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. Um drop my energy drink <laughs> um but no there's a few that i want to try and he tries ones from all over the world so it's pretty cool yeah you do forget that like there are other militaries and they have yeah MREs. they have like <laughs> the italian one came with like a little um alcohol in it for you to like drink with your dinner now it's probably just hand sanitizer right uh <laughs> no but it that they, they have like certain meal kits that just always come with alcohol. There's like three of them out of like 20 meals in Italy. Yeah. But there's like MRE menus. Like people collect the, like you can go on and just buy like an MRE pizza. If you want to really want to try that. And it's just a shelf stable. 
piece of pizza. So lunchable. No, it's it's di- we can look it up. It's gonna look a little bit different, but we should definitely do that. I mean, I'd be curious. Yeah, I'd be interested in trying an MRE. Yeah, we should be really hungry. Why? Apparently, the jalapeno cheese spread though is where it's at. <laughs> Such a weird lane. Yeah, but that's the world today. Guy reviews MREs and he probably probably makes like a year's salary. Just he gets a his... million views on every video he puts out. Yeah, but YouTube monetization is not as good as you think. Yeah. It's really bad. Like a million views, you might make like 500 bucks. Yeah, it's like low. And you're just like, so you have to, that's why you have to have the in episode ads because that's yeah. the only But way if he's got 200 videos, 500 bucks each, what is that's only 10 grand, isn't it? Yeah, it's not that much. So that's yeah. why you need spon- you know, sponsors. Nice. That's what he always does. And then he goes, like, uh, since a lot of it's vacuum sealed, it'll like hiss when you open it. He's like, good hiss. And like, it's just, it's, uh, I'm embarrassed that I watched it. But then I was like, oh, there's a million other people doing this. Yeah. You know? You're not, you're not the only one. I can't and remember. there was a pandemic. What do you want me to do? Yeah. But it was right when I, like my knee was really hurt and I was just looking for anything to watch and I started watching it. And then I came really close to ordering a, a pack of MREs. Um, so if you want to go down the rabbit hole of things to watch, Signed up for ExpressVPN. They're not a sponsor, but I just did it. So I have it too for a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and if you use a promo code, you get like three months free. So you have it for like fifteen months. Did you put something. it on your router? No, I put it on my computer and I put it on my Fire Stick. Okay. So then I can watch uh, Top Chef Canada through my Amazon browser. Yeah, because they wouldn't let you watch it if you're in the U.S. You know, it it actually uh, it affects any sort of video streaming website. <laughs> but have you ever watched Top Chef Canada? No. Is it better? So much better. Is it? They're less melodramatic. The judges are like ruthless. Oh, like they're, we watched just like the season premiere the other day. And it was, there's somebody that were like, this is executed terribly. Like right to this person. They're like a sous chef in a restaurant. And they're just like, this is awful. This is just terrible. Like what? None of this makes sense at all. What did you do? <laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Like you basically want, I just want like those, they have like five, just there's like the legit restaurant tour guy. Uh, I forget his name, but he also owns like a chain of like grocery stores that are almost like whole foods. The, the woman host, then there's like a woman restaurant tour, uh, food kind of like critic, it's well known. I forget her name. And then there's like a guy who's also kind of like a food critic. And yeah, they're just, they're pretty ruthless. Like if you fuck up, like you're going to hear about it. I mean, if it's a cooking competition, she could be just, like that. Like all the, can- like all the contestants are nicer to each other, but then like the judges are just like more hardcore where the American version, it's like the judges are pretty like soft. I feel like. So like I just I just can we just take Tom quickly? Do they have here? a Canadian diners, drive-ins, and dives where it's like I would just love to see they the Canadian do. version of that guy of Guy Fieri. Excuse me, Fieri. Guy, be Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you eat those boiled silkworms or like that silkworm stew thing? I don't know how I feel about that. Nah, dude, I'm I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah. I don't the know only why. way that you're getting me to eat that if it's like. 
part it has to be part of like a set menu or something it's like yeah you just have to do it but going to like a street food stall and eating silkworm and like hey new addition is the soup before it was just silkworms in a cup like no thanks i'm I'm good not gonna do it um the oh we skipped over like the drinking games oh those look cool did you did any of them make any like i couldn't figure out what they were because like what was the bottle cap game I didn't get it. Like, yeah, you flick it and it points and then the other person has to do it. And you just go around and tell what twice it lands on somebody. Yeah. Those are definitely the games like, you play in college, like here where we play them in college where it doesn't matter. We're just all getting drunk. And I think that's all that all those games are. Yeah. Spinning an egg. Obviously I got that one. There's yeah. an arrow on it. The chopstick thing is I didn't get the, not really a game. Yeah. Like you just okay, kind of you cool knock shot. it in there, but yeah. like then everybody has to, <laughs> yeah. The way it would make it a game is like you flick it and then pass it. And then whoever knocks it in has to drink like all of them. I guess. Yeah. But oysters and like Korean car bombs. At least, I mean, it looked like they were basically dropping whiskey into soju. It was, you're just waiting to vomit. Throw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks so bad. And I feel like throwing up oysters is not a fun vomit because you don't typically chew them. You can, I'm saying, but it's like. It's probably an easy vomit though. I don't know. I don't think I've ever thrown up oysters, so I can't tell you from personal yeah, experience. Yeah, but if, you ever, if you've ever thrown up a liquid versus throwing up food. But those are kind of like, they're the, maybe they're nice in between and they just come up real easy. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I feel like I would vomit and then choke on the oyster somehow and then just die. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got? Um... You got Han and Chong. Han and Chong. What do you mean? Like the Han is like you're born with the. Oh, I didn't know about the Chong thing. Yeah, I didn't know about the Chong thing either. I mean, Han is basically this. I we mean, talked about it in another episode, Koreatown episode, because they talked about it. But it's like angst mixed with depression. It's basically like revenge. being born emo, <laughs> due to like just being fucked over as a people for century after century after century. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that basically everybody kind of hates the Japanese because they took over their countries for years. Until yeah, and they don't do it. Not that you ever take over a country in a fun way. Right. But they're they're especially. So that's why like, Koreans don't like They're Japanese. big meanies. They go through just raping everyone and trying to plunder their natural resources. Like that's the yeah. Japanese empire. But back in the day, I don't know if maybe I pissed someone off by saying that, but no, I mean, that's it would just nobody talks about it. Yeah. Because like they controlled all of basically Asia, except for the parts that Russia had. Yeah. During, you know, World War Two. Yeah. And there's some some historical events that you can look up that don't shine the best light on the Japanese. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? It's weird because it was a really fun episode and it makes me want to go to Korea, but what was, did you understand what that like translucent octopus cuttlefish thing that was still moving was? No, but I think I could pass on that and be okay. Yeah. I'm not eating that. I don't think I don't, there's something about like, if it's still moving on your plate that kind of was like, eh. but it did look good. That's what's weird. I don't know, man. But I was like, do you pour soy sauce on that? Or are you just eating it raw? I think you're just, yeah, I think you're eating that raw. I don't. 
And you got to chew it really well, right? I would imagine. Yeah. And then, I mean, even like the spicy stew, I mean, they said that it's basically just throwback to just kind of like the, I don't want to say like, I mean, it's basically like not, what is it? Peasant food kind of, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, stews are, that's kind of like where they're born out of it. So we have this, 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 and this, and it all goes in a pot kind of thing. Um, I don't realize that, I mean, the Korean War was only three years. Yeah. Well, four, I guess, technically. 50 it's, to 53. It's like criminally. It's kind of forgotten about. Under, yeah. It's like World War II, Vietnam. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's this three, four year skirmish in the middle. That was way more than a skirmish. Yeah, right. But it was a yeah. really fucked up war. People were just freezing to death, like really gruesome. Um, but yeah, no one really talks about it. No, not really. Um, what else we got? It's just, I got a bunch of like random notes that I'll just run through. So this is apparently only the second time Bourdain had been to Seoul. First time was like 10 years prior. Um, Korea is really, was one of the poorest countries in the world up until like the 1960s. They export intangibles. They don't really have any natural resources to export. One of the fastest growing economies in the world. Over 25 million people in the city as of time of this filming. And that was like October 2014, I believe. It's kind of when it got filmed. Um, Being scrubbed with a Brillo pad sponge. It's a hard pass. Yeah, you could like see his skin coming off. Yeah, I was like, no, uh, thanks. I don't quite understand why anyone would want to do that. I feel like I like the Russian bathhouse style better. Because all the dudes. <laughs> well, there are a lot of dudes in the Korean one too. I guess um, that's true. But they're like hitting you with those like bushes or whatever, like kind of. It just seemed a little gentler. Oh, like the uh, not palm leaves, but no, nah, I can't remember what it is. But it's some indigenous the, plant. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um. Korea is always a country looking towards the future, so that that's how they stay ahead of everybody else. It sounds like we're we're like just uh, <laughs> like at the end of a book report, and like we have this last PowerPoint, and we're like, yeah, and uh, <laughs> this is important, and this is also important. You do you remember <laughs> they were showing like the military parade for like North Korea, and I was like, we had one of those. It's like last year. Did we? Yeah, Trump did the military parade like two years ago. Oh. I don't remember that. It, I mean, it wasn't a cost us a lot of money to do it. it. Wasn't anything spectacular, from my understanding. I mean, how do you compete when it comes to parades? I feel like North Korea does a good job. That's one thing. Like communist countries, they're always they always take really high steps when they march. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Like, it's always those weird brown uniforms with red on them. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what. It, I wonder if North Korea will ever be like, I wonder if they'll ever unify the Korean peninsula at some point. I think it has to happen. Hopefully I would want that to happen. How do you solve the North Korea situation? <laughs> Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm not the guy. I have no answers really either. Oh, that's a weird one. I mean, we know what happens when you take out a dictator. It's there's going to be a power vacuum. And then how do you keep the same thing from happening again? Yeah, we don't, the U.S. doesn't have a great track record of that working out well. I just don't think it, I think it's almost impossible for it to work out well. I think it's so hard. Yeah, that's true. And there's so much at stake and the human nature is like, well, yeah, but I'm going to run this shit now, you know? 
not saying America, but like whoever gets put in there, it happens everywhere. It's happened to the British, anybody that's had an empire always happens. Yeah, that's true. They put someone in and then they just get corrupted. Yeah. Um, Fun times. Would you go there? Yeah. I mean, I want to go to Seoul. Yeah, me too. I'd say Seoul's like if you're going to like Asia, I mean, it's probably like Seoul, Tokyo, Ho Chi Minh City. Those would probably be like the three. I mean, I'd go to China, but I don't know. I think those are places are above going to like China. I agree for me. So, um, one thing learned it was about the Chong, like, which is kind of like how you counteract the Han kind of thing. Like that was, yeah, I didn't really know that that existed. Best scene. This was kind of, it was kind of tough to pick one out. I just kind of pick like when they were doing all the drinking games. Agree. Yeah. Entertaining. Um, best quote I had for this when he's talking kind of at the end of the episode, but he's like, basically there's a past, a present, a future to Seoul and Korea and everything. If you're there for the whole thing, you understand it. But if you just get dropped in the middle, like none of it's going to make sense. Yeah. I think that's why they did the episode that way. Right. Yeah. Like if you don't understand like the whole backstory of everything, then this is going to be a really, really strange thing for you to experience one of the things that i i don't remember the exact quote but um it was when they were drinking and one of the the salary men just basically said like the fact that they don't have any natural resources means they have to like that's why they ended up the way they did like why they're so innovative like it's the only way they can compete is by like innovating and you know it's not like hey we have a bunch of oil we can just sit on this yeah so i thought that was pretty interesting and kind of explained why Korea is the way that it is. It does seem out of all like the cities like that, it does feel like the closest to something that's like a futuristic sci-fi movie. Kind of mm-hmm. like, like I a, agree, like a blade runner or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when they did the Olympics, you're like, Holy crap. Like, yeah. What is going on? Like how many drones at this, like simultaneously flying wild stuff. Yeah. You big Olympics guy. You excited? The rice cookers talk to you. <laughs> uh, what big Olympics guy, big winter Olympics guy, big time. Yeah. Excited for for later this year? Oh yeah, that's summer. Olympics, summer, so, yeah. yeah. Um, food you want to try? Um, I mean that weird GI hodgepodge is something that you would want to try. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess the fried chicken. Yeah, authentic like Korean fried chicken would be. Probably. But that stuff was up there for me too because I know it was delicious. No it's just it there's so many different random things in there. You're like, what does this taste like? Mm-hmm. That's what you want to know. It's not that you're not like, oh, I don't. You don't even care like if you would like it. You just want to know like what happens when I mix spam with hot dogs with yeah. ramen noodles with all that shit. Uh, ranking. I put it. I put it thirteenth. So it's kind of in like that second level kind of towards the the top for me but it's just it's just a different episode like you're going from back to front kind of bouncing around all over the place so but i still enjoyed it yeah i think it's was it better than jamaica for me Uh, more memorable food scenes i guess 
Do yeah, I think, it's, I think it's my new number 13. Okay. That's a good spot for it. 13. All right. Uh, that is it on the Korea episode next week. It's Miami, right? Yeah, pretty excited for that. Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's a lot. Does he go and play Highlight? I think maybe. They make a watch Highlight. Yeah. So never done that. I've never been to Miami except in the airport, which I shouldn't even say because it doesn't even come close we went to, to Miami. But it's weird. Looking back on like all the places, like the first time you go, it's just, I don't know, you just have like almost like food regret because you're like, man, there's so many. Other. Like you learn after the fact like that there's so many other restaurants. You're like, should have gone there. Should have gone there. Yeah. Gone there. I mean, I do love Cuban food. So, But like Miami's kind of weird because it's, it's actually really spread out. Like, yeah, you have South Beach, but then really like downtown Miami is Brickell. And then you have all the different neighborhoods kind of to the south. If you're going for any sort of sporting event, it's all over the place. Like the Marlin Stadium is basically in a neighborhood west of downtown. I think the football stadium is north. Yeah, it's really far from the University of Miami. I know that. Yeah. Like that's not it. Yeah, it's nowhere near the actual campus. It's yeah, it's kind of weird, but I mean, there's there's a decent amount of stuff to do. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't hate being there, but it's also like out of all the U.S. cities, would I is that like at the top of the list to like go back to? Like, no. I think we only went, we went for like a long. We I think it was like three days, maybe or something. It's like, that's probably the right amount. Okay. Yeah, it's not at the top of my list to go, yeah. but I would like to make it there eventually. So, so yeah, that'll be next week. Um, so tomorrow will be chefs and guest episode with um, Baxter uh, over at uh, the Catbird seat. So he's the executive chef there. He's the fifth one. Um, so there's basically how the Catbird seat works. It's this tasty menu restaurant in Nashville. It was kind of like the first of its kind really in Nashville. And um, usually the chef's there for about like two years. It's kind of like a stepping stone for them before they open their own restaurant. So it's like you're running the restaurant, but like you're also part of a hospitality group. So like they kind of finance the whole thing and then you can kind of figure out menu development stuff. So, so yeah, that'll come out tomorrow. Um, But otherwise check out previous podcasts, make sure you follow Instagram feed, um, Twitter, Facebook, check out the website. And, um, yeah, that's it for now. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully Ray cut out what I wanted him to.